Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Wandering and Wondering. So today I want to tackle the question of why therapy? And that's an important one to ask every so often, especially in times where there's a lot of self-doubt and a lot of things like this, like what am I doing with my life? What is happening? (laughs) So I think I want to ask this question and as always use this podcast as a way to kind of positive (laughs) self-talk to myself (laughs) and explore what... I'm feeling and kind of try to express that with the idea of kind of making it more clear for myself, hopefully. (laughs) So yeah, the idea is that this is the big change that's on my horizon. So I'm moving to Austria, I'm becoming a psychotherapist. And I mean, it's a big change. (laughs) It's just like that. So I think it's okay to um, check in every so often and ask what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? And try to see if it um, if it resonates and how it's how it's feeling. And I guess this is a story that I've told a lot of times now, <laughs> or at least a story in this to, as an answer to this question of why do I want to become a therapist? Because People tend to ask if you tell them that you're making a big change, which is very natural, obviously. And so in a way, I have kind of perfected down the story a little bit. Um, And there's shorter versions and there's longer versions for people who want to listen more or less, who I think are more interested or less interested. And I hope that I can kind of fall out of that a little bit today. Um, trying not to um, not to be too much on autopilot of just retelling the same story that I've been telling for a while now (laughs) and just actually try to feel into it and trying to see what comes up and hopefully share that yeah every time it's such an interesting uh, setup this podcast it really it's challenging because of exactly what I said just now, because I want to be honest and because I want to be real. <laughs> How pretentious. Um, and not just retell the story how I told it many times and all of the attachment and the security that comes from that of the stories that we tell to keep ourselves safe right to make sense of who we are we tell stories <laughs> and a whole tear out about that but maybe that's for another day um so yeah i will try to uh, jump into it and as so often i guess it kind of started with um experiencing therapy myself and having this very strong feeling of just being held of this precious time and I will use that a few times I think in this podcast of just having this time just to be held to work on what's going on and just to dedicate this 
effort and um, attention and all of these parts of it into this moment or this hour or whatever it is. And that always was such a precious moment, like such a, wow, this is on a different dimension from what I was familiar with. And it always had this very almost mystical character of, wow, this is so strong, even though you're just talking or doing exercises or whatever you're doing. Um, it always felt like this super powerful um, thing. <laughs> and I think the interesting thing about this is that in my in my storyline, in my headspace at the time, therapy always, or the therapist in this case, always um, came into this very holy box almost, <laughs> this untouchable box of, wow, this is, person is a therapist, they're so smart, and how can they do these magical things <laughs> and create this super... Um, in my experience, very powerful experiences. Huh. Experience, experience. And it was very interesting because in a way, of course, part of it was just respect for this occupation, which is fine, no, no worries. Respect for all occupations, obviously. But there was something special about it. And I think it's interesting because exactly that... Um, that thing that made it so special for me, that feeling of pressures, of powerful and all of these things, was also what um, distanced the idea from my own path. Because I'm just Lucas. I, I mean, I'm doing my own things, okay, but this is like another level, another league, another <laughs> superhuman. <laughs> Which obviously they're not, as I realized. <laughs> also just humans. Uh, or they are also humans, not just. And I think it's quite interesting that the thing that attracted me or that gave me so much attraction also gave me the distance of it's a fascinating thing, but I cannot do it. Which, yeah, I guess it's just mm, kind of lack of self-confidence at the time or... Um, kind of putting myself in a lower category or in a category that cannot do that and there's some special superhumans that can do that and obviously not everybody can do every job or so but um, I don't know actually I'm not so sure about that <laughs> I think if you really want it you can do quite a lot of things and so can I the usual podcast dilemma of using you or I <laughs> It's all the same, anyways. Um, yeah, so this was kind of the situation for a long time where I had this like very separate, very neat, very shiny box that I was very distanced from. <laughs> and then I took a plane and everything changed. <laughs> it's funny because travel days have... In the I don't know in the last year or so, always been super intense emotional changing times, and I'm sure they will be in the future as well, especially for the moving 
travel days. They will be intense for sure. But this one was on the plane from Vienna to Barcelona. So coming back after summer holidays and just coming from a lot of conversations in, on the topic of therapy, psychology in general, um, all kinds of things. And a few people had already mentioned, oh, you seem to be so interested in this. Why, why don't you want to become that? And I still had all my defenses up. Like, me? No way, no. And it's kind of interesting how the moment of just shutting down my phone kind of symbolically not that I'm on the phone all the time but like I remember it as a very important part of that day of like putting my phone in flight mode okay we're going into travel mode whatever that means <laughs> into thinking mode in a sense and it was such an interesting journey haha in so many senses of so many things were happening and slowly the the defenses around this shiny box kind of came away and it was like huh why don't I want to become a therapist actually this is what people have been asking me why don't I I I'm very amazed by this job like why not and then it was very quick like the wheel started turning <laughs> in a good sense for once and it just went tuk, 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 tuk. <laughs> and every defense that I built up that I cannot do this or I'm not good enough or whatever kind of dissolved very quickly and soon I was at the point of wait I can actually do this and I guess I do want to do this this is a beautiful thing that I have so much admiration for that I have so much that I see so much beauty and yeah I mean just went very quickly from there on and this comes back to something I already talked about on the podcast that you just know, like, all the stories that I can tell now, that I've told people, that I'm told, telling myself, they come afterwards. They come afterwards, the rationalizations, the storylines. In the end, you know if it feels right for you or not, whatever small or big decision it is. And this is one of the things that I that felt very right and still feels right. <laughs> and that core is is what keeps me going. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that, especially when, yeah, there are waves of more doubt and worry and all kinds of inner critics and inner policemen and whatever they're all called. Um, it's good to keep some faith in that in that voice that um, that knows <laughs> that can give us very good in. Um, directions and intuitions and that's how it felt like for me and it's interesting at the end of this flight I was already like so locked in <laughs> so much for sleeping over your decisions is that how it goes something like that um, I was just thinking oh I need to learn about I need to do research I need to learn about the actual options the logistics of doing it in Spain, doing it in Austria, what are my options, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, this is kind of uh, the starting point of the story. And I feel like I'm doing okay with the whole, not keeping it on autopilot so much, I'm happy with that. Feels good, uh, feels right. And I think I want to talk a little bit about 
how I see it, uh, what is it about therapy? I mean, I already talked about this kind of very precious moment and I think that already captures a lot of it. I think it's so precious of just fully being there with and for somebody. I think it's kind of what makes it a very precious thing is not so much some advanced knowledge or methods or anything like that, but working on yourself from the therapist's perspective now to be fully present, to be fully present to hold that person, to embrace emotionally that person, to stay with that person while they are going through something very... Um, very deep, very strong. Those are the things that come up in therapy can be the <laughs> the deepest, darkest things of our soul. And I think that is so mm, beautiful, just very, very loving, very meaningful, very precious. I think precious is a good word. I use it a lot, <laughs> but I mean it also. It's not... Um, um yeah i think that is already so much and this in a sense means that the work for me to become a therapist is primarily about working on myself that the journey to become a good therapist is to work on myself for several reasons because i believe very much that the less shit i bring in <laughs> to this like precious session of where somebody um, opens up to me um, the better it will go the less I bring in my own judgments my own unresolved traumas my own stress my own worries about everything <laughs> including money because that's always an important part of the story obviously and, uh, in a therapy setting the better it will go I think that's the most important part and that's why I think that working on yourself, taking therapy yourself, doing doing the work yourself is both what's necessary to become a good therapist and also I think it's the it's also a big motivation for me that it's not I work on myself to become a therapist or that's the other way around work. <laughs> I become a therapist to work on myself. Yeah. No, they're just part of the same they're kind of um, two sides of the same coin they're part of the journey and I think that's <laughs> very beautiful it's very exciting for me it's not a um, a job that has like a very clear end point of oh now I'm done now I know what I'm doing um, and I'm just finished I'm going to do that for the rest of my life I think that's the a beautiful part about it as well mm. although I'm sure you can find that in your in any job to be honest it's not unique to the therapist that has at all it's just that I see it here very clearly so that's why I'm going for it <laughs> but who like where wherever your path leads you can do the same thing it's nothing that is totally unique I believe Um. We're all on our journeys, obviously. <laughs> and I think it's also interesting that the work on the self is not so much out of an egoistic perspective. I think it's quite the opposite, actually. 
I think this also includes that you don't come in with tons of pride in your status of, oh, I studied psychology and I'm now the therapist and I can understand your brain and I can understand you better than yourself. Because um, then again, you are in a very hierarchical setting where you put yourself above the other person and that's not where healing is happening. <laughs> that's what I'm sure about. So it's all about... Um, working on yourself as everything um, and I think the therapy sessions can also be such beautiful instances, instances of that where you can observe yourself very beautifully it's like okay I'm a therapist now but I still have some kind of reaction if somebody says so and so or I still have um, my own things coming up so it's probably that's a bit speculative but I think that sessions themselves can also be very guiding for the therapist. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's all connected. It's all part of the same journey. <laughs> and that's where I am right now. That's what's the fascination. That's what the beauty of it is, I think. And I want to, I guess, end with a small dilemma <laughs> that I think I have a solution to, but... Anyways, the thing is, psychotherapy is very regulated. So there's the law from 1991, blah, blah, blah. And it's very evidence-based. So you need to use methods that are very scientific and very rational, blah, blah, blah. And that's all fine and good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But it's also that they're very strict on saying... Or what is implied in that is that all the spiritual dimension has to be outside of that like you cannot bring any spirituality into into your therapy session pretty much as a therapist as the client yes you can do whatever and it's a bit of a dilemma because I do see it as part of my spiritual journey for sure that out of this deep love that for me is spirituality that is not something that I can study scientifically and I don't want to either um, that I'm going on this path yet this path in a way sets a very clear boundary but I do think it still works out that yeah I don't have to bring in any um, any spiritual guidance explicitly in the sense of um yeah yeah explicit spiritual guidance no i'm not a priest anyways i'm not a um i'm not a psychic i'm not many of these other things um and that's okay no no harm no shame no blame whatever but i guess it's still okay to keep it as this or not just it's okay it's for me, it's, I guess, the only way to keep it as a kind of motivating factor, as something that keeps me in check, um, in the sense of that it's not too much of an ego story, right? That having too much pride in, oh, I know all of these things, like getting too attached to this newfound status of, I'm a psychotherapist, oh, listen to me, I'm so smart. Uh, <laughs> I think spirituality is a good 
counterweight to that, to kind of keep that in check, to say, okay, those are all beautiful things, but they're, they're operating on one dimension and we essentially are more than that. We're not just the role that we put on, the scientific education that we get, the pride and the status and all of these things. So I think it's good to keep it as a background, as something deeper, the love that kind of, that we all have inside us that gives power, that gives energy, that gives drive in in a positive direction. Um, and it doesn't have to be so explicit, I suppose. Otherwise, it's the first rule that I'll break. We'll see. <laughs> That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this. I am feeling a lot lighter, actually. I think this is good. I think um, when I listen to myself, I realize that it does make sense. Um, it does make sense emotionally. It makes sense. Uh, and it's going to work out for sure. <laughs> and you have your own path and you will succeed in it in your own way. And I wish you all the best for that. Thank you.